It's 10 a.m., which means it's time for Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah, good morning. Utah Car Sense right here on The Zone Sports Network. I am Austin Horton. He is Jeff Miller back for some more torture this this morning. <laughs> 10 to noon every Saturday. How are you, Jeff? Good to have you back, buddy. Doing well. It's been too long since I've been on the show live. It's been crazy for me. It's been crazy for you. Everyone, someone the other day texted me and said, I think everyone's had their worst year of their life in 2020. Uh, and I think that that might be true. But I was uh, I was feeling the pandemic election drama blues yesterday, Jeff. And yep. I took a moment to to sit down and sit back and count all the good things that have happened this year, too. And there's been a lot of those as well. You just sometimes get flooded by the bad and forget to look at the good, right? Absolutely. And we got to move forward and move forward the country. We got to make some changes and get through this pandemic. And we got a long way to go on it, but I think things are things will be okay. Yep, yep. Uh, just got to look at it that way. Uh, producing for us today is Eric Jensen, who I need to thank publicly here. Uh, he filled in for me on the big show a couple days last week. And, uh, Man, did, Eric, Eric going to the big time. Yeah, he, he, he was given the, the keys to the Ferrari and didn't crash it. So uh, that's all did, that was Gordon, asked. Did Gordon treat him okay? Oh, I'm assuming not. Eric? Uh, no comment. But yeah, that's, a, that's a problem. <laughs> the HR investigation is open, Jeff, so he can't sure, really Jake, comment. Jake, I'm sure Jake was great, but yeah, Gordon <laughs> got to worry about. Well, speaking of Gordon, we've got a news story we'll talk about later in the show that doesn't directly involve him, but I assume he's interested in it. But before thought, we get into it, yeah. Austin, yeah. do you know where I thought you, I thought you were going to go into our poll question on that, speaking of Gordon comment? Well, and that was, I was just about to, because <laughs> what what actually inspired our poll question today was that news story that we'll get to later, because I read, I read it and I made a, a bunch of assumptions and they involved uh, someone like Gordon Monson. And, and there's a lot of people making a lot of assumptions these days. And we, we don't want to have the, the mean or the rude assumptions. We just want to have some fun today. When you see a specific car, make and model, name what it is and what your assumption about that person who's driving it or owns it is as well. 855-340-ZONE. Again, we don't need any any nasty things. We just need some fun stuff. For example... I, was say, I can't wait to hear the Subaru comment. <laughs> <laughs> we already got, we already got uh, one Subaru comment here on Twitter. Uh, oh, God, who said it? Uh, Matt said Subaru equals hippies. I don't know. The, 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 I, I, think that, I think that's gone now. I mean, I think maybe 15 years ago, but I was going to say Matt, so much more mainstream now that... Your your grandfather probably thought that, Matt. But now it's come on, let's evolve a little bit here, Matt. I, I'm a hippie. If 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 driving a Subaru makes me a hippie, Jeff, I'm I'm happy to be a hippie. Considering it's, it's I think the number three brand in the state of Utah, which I don't know if you'd describe as the most hippie state on the planet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just look at uh, election results. All right. Uh but <laughs> what uh what did inspire the poll question was this story, we'll just touch on it real quick, and then we'll get into some numbers. Finally, says the headline, you can get a Porsche 911 Turbo S to match your private jet. Yes, they've done it. Porsche and Embraer are collaborating on Duet, 
which pairs a Phenom 300E jet with a matching 911 Turbo S. Better hurry because they're only building 10 of them. You can get yours now. So I read that, that headline and went, hmm, I have a lot of assumptions about people who might buy a matching jet for their Porsche 911. That is the most ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> really? <laughs> Seriously. So, so I immediately thought of Gordon Monson. He only has one Porsche, he says, uh, as though that makes him uh, among the commoners. But uh, he, didn't, he didn't really actually say he only has one. Oh, yeah. Eric, <laughs> Eric, we have that audio bite on the big show uh, button bar. We need to play that. Yeah, it's, play it's that a, audio. It's a I green button. I only have one Porsche. It's a top line. It's now. a green button near the bottom third of the page, I'd say, uh, on the Big Show button bar. Uh, when you get that, play that for Jeff. I only have one Porsche. So there it is. That's You heard that first. <laughs> now I he, only have one Porsche. <laughs> he claims he did it on purpose to give us fodder for the show, which is probably true. But it's I'm also true that he has one Porsche. So, anywho, I, no. How much is the uh, private jet Porsche plan? Where, where is where is the price on oh, this there you thing? Go. It's ten point nine million. Oh, that's all. Okay. It, now, does that deal. include the Porsche? Yeah, it includes the Porsche. That's for the deal. Okay. <laughs> that's for the package. That's, that's if you package. bundle. Yeah. <laughs> what they, will they negotiate? Wonder what uh, I only have one Porsche. Wonder if you get a <laughs> a, a bundled insurance package too uh, for the, for the two of them. I'm not sure. All right, Jeff. Let's talk about third quarter numbers. We closed the third quarter uh, just a little while ago, and uh, I wanted to to announce that auto profits are on the rise. They abounded according to Car and Driver, especially among truck and SUV sales. It was a rough start to the year for the industry, obviously, a rough middle of the year. But things are starting to look a little bit better, aren't they? They are. Like the third quarter for sure was – it was obviously a lot better than the second quarter. I mean, in the second quarter, everything was shut down. But there was a pretty good bounce back. I mean, a lot of it – without the second quarter happening, the third quarter wouldn't happen. Just like the GDP stuff you see with the country. Without the GDP going down 40%, it's not coming back up 30 Right. So what happens is in the car market is it's pent up demand, especially with the lease amount of leases there are out there in the world. So if you talk about 25 percent lease penetration, all those leases came back due between March, April, June. And the dealerships were closed and couldn't do anything about them. Hmm. So a lot of that pent up demand got pushed into July, August, September, which is that was that's a lot of the gain is from that. But overall, there's. You're not going to hear many auto retailers out there complaining. Well, and looking at uh, the the details in this piece, it says the Detroit 3, GM, Ford, and Chrysler saw their net incomes finish uh, the third quarter in the black and actually exceeded analyst expectations. GM reported a profit of $4 billion, which is a 74% jump from last year's third quarter. Similarly, Ford brought in $2.4 billion, up from 423, uh, 423 million a year ago. And Fiat Chrysler uh, reported a $1.4 million in profit as compared to a loss of $200 million last year, the result of one-time expenses. So it, it's, it, when I read that paragraph, Jeff, put that into perspective for me. How good is that for the Detroit 3, as they're called? It's good. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. It's a ridiculously positive thing for the third quarter. 
The word, the question though, is whether it goes into the fourth. Mm. That's without question. I mean, I, the super world is great. And I'll give you a little more insight on it. I mean, I talked the super world, they reported on November 3rd because super, super is one of the few companies out there that's still reporting monthly sales. Right. And super had their best October ever. Ever, 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 ever best, not best month, but best October. Wow. So they were 11% over October, 2019 best ever month for, for uh, best ever October for prospects, six consecutive months, over 50,000 sales. They reported over 61,000 sales. So Subaru's humming. What, what is to, uh, to blame for that? I, the blame being a, a funny word to use there. Big thing is that we finally have inventory that the factories kicking I and mean, the factory is making 70,000, 75,000 cars a month between the two Subaru factories, which is the most they've ever made in the history of the company for the U S so we're getting inventory like crazy. So, I mean, good, good perspective is we probably sold, I think we sold about 150 cars at our midtown store. Wow. Our allocation for November on how many cars were getting replaced was 260. Huh? Jeez. And that, I mean, we've talked about that number a lot in the last three, four years. Yeah. It's never that much more. So we're going to have a ton of inventory going into the winter selling season for us, which is great news. I mean, I think we're going to have a great November and a great December also, which for me, it makes me even happier because as you know, we've dealt with this enough years that starting middle of November is our shared love event. Yes. Where we get to start donating money to charity and raise a ton of cash. So for us to have a ton of inventory and be prepped for that, it's amazing. Especially, as you mentioned, with it being the winter season and we're supposed to get snow tonight, tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday, next week, there's no better yep. car out there to drive in the snow than the now, early, drive and early snow is generally pretty good for Subaru sales. Yep. I, and so if you've got the inventory and the demand, you, you are set for a good couple of months here coming up and a, a good finish to the, to the year. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting though, cause I had a meeting yesterday with a bunch of retailers, Utah retailers, and I was the only person talking like this. Really? Everybody else in the room was talking about how slow it was and how little traffic there was. So the, the Subaru uh, flavor makes a difference in that. Uh, I, I guess. I don't know. I've mean, just been the guy, the four or five, six dealers I had in the room, but it, they were definitely not as optimistic as I was. I'll tell you that. Well, that's a good reason to buy Subaru. <laughs> yeah, right? That's kind of how I look at it. Now, you mentioned. Well, we're excited. So, I mean, starting the next few weeks, we'll probably integrate. I think we'll integrate our shared love partners into the radio show. Good. And bring them on so you can learn a little bit about the nonprofits that we're supporting. I'm always excited and love that part of uh, the show and the part of the business that Subaru is involved in, especially you guys at Mark Miller Subaru, how you donate to local charities on top of it. It's it's always fun. Now, you mentioned uh, the production uh, you've never had, or Subaru has never churned out as many uh, vehicles as they are. Is that how it was always going to be, or is this part of uh, stemming from the, the shutdown back earlier in the year? I, it's hard to tell. I'm not as privy to the production information as I used to be because I'm not on the national retailer board anymore. Uh-huh. But, but I think it's a jump. I think they've hired more people. I think they've, they're pushing the plan as hard as that plan can get pushed and trying to do it as safe as possible. But it, those are huge numbers to come out of two factories a month, 70, 75,000 cars. That's a lot. 
Yep, absolutely. So a good you get third- perspective on that. So that yeah. means that the plant in Indiana is probably making thirty-five to forty thousand a month. So that means that every single day, a thousand cars are coming off the line. Wow! Wow! Think about that's that. amazing. So think about a thousand car parking lot. Every day, it's being filled and empty. Jeez, oh, that's an insane thing to think about <laughs> in one location. That that would be a sight to behold. That would be fun to just watch, to just see that happening. That's amazing. So if, if they're running, probably, I think they run 20, 18-hour shifts. So that means that 55 cars an hour come off the day. So every 0.92 minutes. There's a new car. A car comes up. Under so, a minute. Under a minute. To make a car. Unbelievable. A vehicle's coming off the line. That's that's absurd. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Henry Ford's assembly lines have nothing on, what, on, on that. That's it's all true. the same stuff, though. It's like it's all came from what Henry Ford built and started, and it's been sure. improved on and improved on and improved on. And that's one thing that the from a manufacturing standpoint that the U.S. companies are catching up on it, but from the Toyota and the Honda and the Subaru, their efficiencies on how they build those lines and the efforts for constant improvement on those lines are unmatched well it's been a a great third quarter uh, or it was a third quarter a good third quarter let's see how the fourth quarter uh, sums up for the industry and obviously for subaru as jeff mentioned setting up really nicely had a great october and uh, looking forward to a good november and december especially with the share the love event that we'll get more details in the coming weeks for you jeff i I think i I think the biggest i mean the biggest threat both nationally especially locally here to us finishing the year off well as COVID is that if things in this city and the state don't get better in the next weeks, I could see, I don't know about full shutdowns, but limiting for sure. Yeah. And that's, I think uh, to to get on a, a small little soapbox for just half a second, I think a lot of us have forgotten how tough the shutdown quote unquote was uh, back in March. And April, and I think we've gotten a little lax and a little uh, pandemic fatigue has set in, and we need to buckle down and start over in a lot of areas, in a lot of ways of protecting ourselves and, and each other so that we can get this stupid virus kicked and get it no, out of I mean, I've, I've told a bunch of people, and I'm not arguing, but like in conversations on Twitter and Facebook and things like that, that like if in my comp- our company, we have 250, 260 employees, and if we had a major outbreak inside our company, I would not hesitate for a second to shut us ourselves down mm. voluntarily. Because it's more, it's, we got to protect people. We got to protect the, We got to deal with the virus first and figure out the business stuff second. Uh, we saw that decision made locally in sports yesterday as the University of Utah football game was canceled. Uh, totally. And some people are saying the Pac-12 is overcooking it with their, uh, roster minimums and player position minimums and and they're overprotective on the virus and that's I'm not going to debate that I'm not but I'm I think that you can't deny that human life is more important than a football game and if oh my it, gosh without question so you want to be on that side of it when the dust settles and, and then uh, the, I mean, the idea of it is and take it from a micro level of our store to the macro everybody is that if we were to do that we would we would make sure we take care of our people yeah. Because we make sure that we keep paying everybody. We make sure that everyone keeps getting salary, even if we're shot, so it doesn't 
kill them in their lives. But that's, and that's the job of the person running it. That's how we look at it. That's why so, I don't run anything, Jeff, because I don't want that job. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I'm glad you often, are in I'm charge. I'm not going to lie to you, dude. It's a lot, man. Yeah. I, I, I can only literally imagine how much it is and, and how you and people like you keep smiling through it and staying positive. Uh, you're to be commended. And I know you're not looking for that, but I'll give it to you anyway. Uh, Thanks, you've man. done I appreciate well. that. Uh, and we're, we're, I mean, Lloyd and I were talking yesterday here about the zone staff and how we've got three live shows every day between 6 a.m. and 7 p.m. Three producers. If one of us even has to be uh, quarantined for contact tracing purposes, that means that we're splitting uh, two producers over a 11-hour day. Uh, no, a 13-hour day, excuse me. Uh, that's Jeez. a long shift in one little three by eight room in front oh of a gosh, computer. Right? Uh, and we share the equipment. We share the board, the microphones, the mice, or the mouse, the, the computer. And we're constantly scrubbing it down and cleaning it. And we're wearing masks and we're, and we're leaving the doors open and getting air circulating. But we're just one contract trace away from being a long, 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 long day here at work. And then yep. another one shuts it down. And that's, I think, that is, when we look at it from that perspective, whether you're a masker or an anti-masker or a, or a hoaxer or, or you're the most gung-ho about the pandemic and the virus and you're never leaving your bathroom again, it doesn't matter to me. We all have to kind of start over and uh, have a little more fear and paranoia, at least that in my actually- opinion. I actually sent an email out Friday afternoon to every one of my employees just saying that I can't tell you what to do in your personal life, but just please think about your fellow employee when you make decisions. Well said. Well said. And just, just I can't tell you to don't not go to a party. I can't tell you to not go to your family's house. I can't tell you to do those things. Yeah. But just think about what happens if we have 20 positives in the store. Uh, before because we, yeah. We're shutting down. Exactly. And that affects everyone. Not just uh, employees, but employees' families, uh, and on and on. Uh, before we move on from this, I'm worried about Thanksgiving, Jeff. Do you think that we, as Utahns, could buckle down enough to get the cases low enough that we could have a, uh, a somewhat semi-normal Thanksgiving gathering, or is that out the window this year? I mean, my, my personal opinion is, I, I mean, my family, we're not. Yeah. We're we are not having any family gatherings. We're going to just be our little family unit. Yep. And I, I don't, I don't see it. I mean, I just, I just don't think there's the seriousness of it in this Valley. I mean, I think yesterday was a big wake up call with 2,900 cases and 17 deaths. Ugh. Yeah. And I don't, it's, and I'll see it. And I'll see it getting better. Well, uh, we, we maybe miss out on Thanksgiving, but if we get going now, perhaps Christmas will be a little better. And if yeah, not, I mean, I next Christmas, <laughs> you know, you get but, masks and socially distance and no yeah. big group events. And then at that point, we can buckle down just doing that without having to shut down businesses, without having to shut down companies, buckle down until we can get a vaccine, hopefully, in the first, second or third quarter. Right. Spin zone. Spin you don't, zone. <laughs> you, you don't you aren't having that much family over for Thanksgiving. More pie for you. Ah. You don't need to share oh. the pie. <laughs> 
and you can I like buy it. you get the entire yes pie exactly share the pie. you don't have to have like two or three slices maybe you still <laughs> buy two pies maybe you say maybe you plan on having a family gathering you buy three or four pies and two or three days before you say oh I'm going to be safe. <laughs> I, I see. I, I'm going to be safe. <laughs> Diabolical. I need, I, I need to be safe. But well, and not, the people not, at, not a joke. But oh, 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 right. Or, we, the, or the people at the store, and maybe you do tell your family, we're not having it, and you mean it. You tell them now, we're not having a gathering. But you go to the store, you buy five, six pies. Yeah, absolutely. The people at the store are just judging you for having a gathering, yeah. even though you're not going to. Exactly. They don't know that you're actually going to eat six pies by yourself. Yes, yeah, true. They don't know that the pies are just for you. This sounds like a Hans Olsen game plan, is what it sounds like. <laughs> Hash co- or code, code word pie. All right. Well, uh, before we take our first break, Jeff, we do have a very patient and loyal listener on the line. He's been holding for quite a while. Thanks for letting us get through the start of the show there. Uh, 855-340-ZONE. Our good friend Sarge Attention is on the line. Hi, Sarge. Hey. Good morning. I appreciate that intro. Yes, sir. And you didn't have to... <laughs> You need to say it a little more authoritative. That's how you do it. There it is. How are you, sir? Thanks for joining us again. Oh, I'm sure Jeff remembers me, right, Jeff? I do. I I heard you were in our Southtown store this week. Yes, and I bought a new Ascent coin edition. Wow, good for you, Sarge. you You got the nice one. You got top of the line. And my wife loves it. Excellent. What's your I favorite part? Of- Sorry, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I made a comment to you when we bought our brand new 2016 after we bought the 15. <laughs> and I said, this is the last car I will ever buy. And you said, no, I think at the time I told you that you'd be wrong, and you were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you're... Your advice came true. So sorry. I'm going to tell you, this is that's not the last car you're going to buy either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you, you're, but you're purchasing cars, uh, uh, Sarge, but you're leasing years on your life is what you're doing there. And, and the, the, those those leases are going to keep coming up for you, I believe. Oh, yeah. I love that. What's your favorite you know, part of the comes- Ascent? <laughs> What's that? What's your favorite aspect of the Ascent, the Subaru Ascent? Uh, I'll get my honey in here. Okay. <laughs> What's your favorite part of the Ascent? Is that a no in the back yeah. of the That was a very emphatic no. Yeah. I don't even drive it. She does. That's so funny. <laughs> no. I just had this conversation with I my think... wife this morning because she drives our Forester mostly, and I said, we ought to call you and have you talk about what you love about it. She said, well, no, you better not. You know what? All the the safety features, uh, the position of the clock, so you can read mm. the time, <laughs> and uh, everything's so more convenient, and it says goodbye to you when you turn it off. It's very polite. Yes, it, it is a very polite car. That is true. <laughs> and the heat, the heated steering wheel, because I remember Jeff, I mentioned to you when we bought our 2016, it says. Be nice to have a heated steering wheel, and you said, "Well, I'll talk to him about that." I'm wondering <laughs> if I got credit for that heated steering wheel. 
I think you should. I mean, I did mention it to him at one of my board meetings, so it's possible that it could have been us. It could have been me and you, Sarge. We could have done it together. I think you guys ought to get a royalty payment for every uh, purchase. That's (laughs) what I believe. I think so. I wouldn't hold our breath, but I think think so. (laughs) Well, Sarge, congrats on the new vehicle. You chose well. Yeah, I wanted to make one more statement. Sure. Uh, Everyone down at the dealership, they're awesome. I mean, you walk in there, and, and it's not like you're buying a car. You're telling them what you want, and there's they, no pressure. You know what the price is before you go in, and it's not like, well, let me have your keys. I'll check out your, your trade, and then you don't get the keys back till you buy a car. Hmm. That's the way all the other ones do, and it's such a pleasant atmosphere, and, and even the old-timers, old days. He's an awesome guy, and and he took care of me on the other two vehicles, and he is one that I don't know. I can't say enough about old Dave. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We we love so, old Dave. He's been there a long time. Thank you, Sarge, and congrats to you and uh, your wife on, on the new purchase. Uh, well done and, and, and good decision. Now, Jeff, before we break, he mentioned the Southtown store. I find myself more often at the Midtown store just because, you know, I'm a Davis County resident, and so it's closer. But both stores are beautiful and great and fantastic places. But my question to you is, which store can you get the better sandwich at? Which cafe serves the better food, the Southtown or the Midtown? They're they're both run by the same person, so I would say it's like just two different locations of the same restaurant. That's right. You and got th- you can get and it. Austin. Yeah. You should know better. I don't play favorites with my two kids. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. George is your favorite. Roger's just a good guy, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. But you can you can you can have a nice, great, uh, wonderful sandwich and meal and drink and coffee and whatever you need while you're waiting there. At Mark Miller Subaru, and you, we, we, you had, we had the big show out there a few weeks ago, and you mentioned the dog run there at the Southtown store. Yeah, we're getting there. We're working on the, the dog run out by the service department. So COVID shut down all of our construction stuff for a little bit, but hopefully we get that going sometime for the spring. Awesome. Hey, it's Utah. The, the Midtown one, they love people. There's dogs in that Midtown one all the time. Oh, what did I say? Southtown? Yeah, I meant yeah. Midtown. But yeah, you're working yeah. on getting one at Southtown. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're working on getting one at Southtown. Blue's Backyard. Blue's Backyard. Suba Blue Miller. All right, uh, it's Utah Car Sense, presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Sarge showed you how it's done. 855-340-ZONE. When you see this car, blank, fill in the blank, you think blank. What assumptions do you have? Like, for example, today when I was driving in, coming up in my rearview mirror, I saw a white Dodger or excuse me, Dodger, a white Dodge Charger, and I immediately... You just want to, to say Dodger because you're so excited about the Dodger victory. I know. Don't, even, don't even bring that I up. I just know how excited you are about it. It's cool. It's uh, that little Freudian uh, slip. You're fine. Pan- he, he would have been more excited if the Astros won, actually. Pandemic <laughs> champions. If you want to celebrate that, go ahead. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> uh, but I immediately thought, oh, highway patrol behind me. Better check my speed. I made an assumption. It was just some guy that owns a white Dodge Charger, but I immediately thought, <laughs> here, come the, here comes the popo. They're going to get me. Uh, 855-340-ZONE. Also coming up next, one of my favorite movies of all time involving automobiles is getting a reboot, and I'm not sure how to feel about it. We'll get to that and more next on Utah Car Sense.
So, you're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller. And- Have a car question? Ask the experts at 855-340-ZONE. You're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Second segment this week, Austin Horton, Jeff Miller with you. Eric Jensen producing for us today. Uh, we are talking a lot about cars, the industry. The third quarter ended great, looking towards a fourth quarter and trying to buckle down on the pandemic here in this state and around the country. Big news happening on, on a national level as well, but we're talking cars and having some fun here today. 855-340-ZONE. Uh, I asked uh, the poll question, uh, give us a car making model that as soon as you see it, you immediately make assumptions about the driver. Bonus points for what those assumptions are. Have some fun, but be kind, obviously. 855-340-ZONE. And we got a couple answers. Eric says Tesla, you know, the new DB Bromobile. Uh-huh. Eric, to not cl- a fan to of clarify, the Tesla drivers. That, that is not me. No, it's not? That is not me. You sold your Tesla? Of course, everybody knows I am here to protect Elon Musk from libel and slander <laughs> that comes out of his programming. You, you do that. Uh, Alan sends in a, a picture of a Toyota Prius that says, let me trap you behind me in the fast lane. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, and Riley, our guy Riley says, Corvette equals... Uh, midlife crisis. Miss you guys. <laughs> so I don't know about. I don't know about that. But uh, and also Ward says Corvette guy. I immediately assume that person thinks they are driving the coolest car on the road, and their wife recently left them. Rude. I said to have some fun, not be rude, but that is kind of funny. I would love to have a Cor- my my dream car is a Corvette '66 Corvette Stingray. So uh, maybe call me midlife crisis, and hopefully my wife isn't leaving me, but I'll take that call. Austin, you are far from midlife, sir. <laughs> I, I don't know. I kind of hope I am close to midlife the way this you – know, I'm just kidding. But I, what I – ho- I hope that you're right, but the way I eat and don't exercise, I think you're wrong. Uh, I think I might be. That's true. I don't really eat or ex- I eat poorly, and I ex- don't exercise a lot too. Oh, I went do. to get my shoulder checked out this week because I've had some issues with it. And uh oh, what happened? The doctor, the doctor's like, okay, so when you came in like four years ago with the issues in the shoulder, we, we taught you all those exercises to do. You've been doing them? <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> you were like, like I, I, oh, I was I hoping you'd forgotten right, about it. I can lie to you right now and tell you yes, but. No, no, I have not. <laughs> when I see my doctor, he's like, oh, so I see you didn't uh, work on your cholesterol at all since we last uh, spoke about it. Uh, yep, uh, I changed nothing and, and regret nothing. <laughs> Still good Arby's and Carl's Jr. And mm, love me week. some Arby's roast beefs. That's love the... me a Charwell Chicken Club at Carl's Jr. I've never had that. I don't you know the last time I went to Carl's Jr. Honestly. If you like a chicken club, like a, like a nice chick, like grilled chicken with like cheese on it. Mm. Oh yeah, go go to Carlos Jr. and get one of those. That's my endorsement for the day. Head to the star right here. Uh, Jeff Miller, spokesperson of Carlos Jr. Love it. Anybody on our marketing team here working on it, we could work on a sponsorship with Carlos <laughs> Jr. Your me. money will spend here on the zone. I can tell you that. <laughs> get some uh, royalties. <laughs> hey. People start laughing if all of a sudden next week there's a Carlos Jr. ad. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jeff Miller, and I like when I need a chicken club, I go to the Jr. Uh, another thing that's happening, Jeff, is my favorite Thanksgiving movie of all time, because it's maybe the only Thanksgiving movie, but also it's one of my favorite movies, period, 
Planes, trains, and automobiles. John Candy, Steve Martin, you know the show. You've seen that show, right? Oh, yeah. It's a classic. It's amazing. Uh, John Hughes, uh, one of his masterpieces. But they're remaking it. They're rebooting planes, trains, and automobiles. How do you feel about reboots in general? I like reboots. Do you? Do you know what reboot I really liked this year? Of the very few movies that have actually come out this year? I like the new Bad Boys. I didn't see the new Bad Boys. Who was in it? You didn't see the new Bad Boys? It was in like February, Bad Boys for Life. Oh, oh, that was that was a, a, another in the in the franchise, not a reboot, right? Oh, that wasn't a reboot. It was another in the franchise, yeah. So it was still the no, same. We're talking reboots. You're not talking sequels. Okay, reboots. Well, and you could go sequels too. We can, but this is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It's not going to be a sequel. They're redoing the movie. Uh, yeah, with, generally, the reboots are pretty bad, but there's some good ones out there. Yeah, like uh, the the one I always go to is The Count of Monte Cristo. The old, old classic, the black and white classic, it's a good movie. But I feel like the one made in the 90s or the early 2000s with Jim Caviezel is better. Uh, That's a a reboot that I like. Uh, There were, like, Ghostbusters. People didn't like the the reboot of Ghostbusters, but me and my wife loved the reboot of Ghostbusters with uh, Melissa McCarthy. Uh, oh yeah, and like Leslie Jones, she was hilarious. Oh, she's phenomenal. And, and have uh, you been Kate watching McKinnon. her Twitter feed yeah. the last two days? How could you not? <laughs> oh my gosh, her Twitter feed the last two days has been epic. Her love affair for Steve Kornacki is one of the greatest <laughs> things this country has ever seen. Can I, can I tell you before I uh, give you my opinion on planes, trains, and automobiles? Can I tell you my Leslie Jones story? What's that? My wife and I—I I took my wife to uh, Disneyland several years ago for Christmas. As, as, a, as a surprise. And we stood in line at the Matterhorn and rode the Matterhorn with Leslie Jones. Really? But she was there with someone else. You know, it was just her and this other person. They were, and, and my wife, I, I don't talk to, when I see celebrities, I, I don't talk to them. I leave them be. I figure they get enough of that. But my wife, who's a big time, huge Leslie Jones fan, like, ultimate Leslie Jones fan. Leslie had this this hat pulled down and her her shirt her jacket collar pulled up and my wife who is friendly and talks to everybody made really good friends with this person in line. And it only took me about 20 seconds to realize, "Oh my gosh, that's Leslie Jones." And I was waiting and waiting and waiting for my wife to catch on, and she never caught on. And they talked and talked and talked throughout the whole line. <laughs> they, we went on the ride. We got done with the ride. They said bye and thanks for the good conversation. Have a good night or whatever. And I waited till they were gone. And I pulled my wife aside and said, do you realize who that was? And to this day, she will not believe me because she's so mad at me that I didn't, like, nudge her in the middle of it and be like, this is Leslie Jones, your favorite Jones person ever. <laughs> Uh, but oh my gosh, so did, I, did I do the right thing or the wrong thing? Should I have tipped my wife off that, hey, this is Leslie Jones? Because I'm afraid that that would have ruined the experience. Uh, I, I'm on your side on that. I think you don't do it because, like, then all of a sudden she gets all weird and, like, celebrity-like. And you don't want to be that person. Like, just it, I think it, it means a lot to, like, a celebrity person for you to just talk to them like they're a normal human being. Yeah, so they don't have to be, quote-unquote, on for you, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. I think she probably loved the fact, probably why she was talking to her. That's probably true. Uh, but so my wife is mad at me to this day that I didn't tell her, hey, that's Leslie Jones. And she, to the point where she won't believe me that it was Leslie Jones. But uh, back to planes, trains, and automobiles. They're rebooting it, and it's going to star Will Smith and Kevin Hart. 
Now, there was a time four or five years ago, well, maybe longer than that, probably six or seven years ago, where I was not as big of a fan of Will Smith and Kevin Hart as I am now. I thought they were really? kind of, I thought they were just kind of okay. But I have, not a fan of Will Smith. Uh, well, it was more so about uh, the timing of when I saw the movie Wild Wild West. And okay, that well, that's of, like his worst movie ever. Right. And and Independence Day, which was great. Independence when it, Day is amazing. Well, it was when it was made. But if you saw it for the first time 20 years after it came out, it wasn't that great. I actually watched Independence Day like four days ago. <laughs> uh, but, my, uh, one, of my, one of my sons is really into fighter jets. Oh, that's great! That's a that's, that's a, a wonderful movie, movie to watch. <laughs> so we all watched it in the theaters. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully the new Top Gun will be age appropriate oh in some gosh. ways. Was that ever coming out? Uh, I think that they've punted it even further now. It was going to be June, then it was moved to Labor Day, then it was moved to Christmas, and I think it's next year at some point now, which is too wow. bad. But let's do it. Uh, it. That'll be a great celebration when that happens. Uh, so, uh, but. Uh, I've now, since I've gotten more into movies and with the movie zone, I, I have come to really, really appreciate the talent that Will Smith has, the, the breadth and width and, and depth that he has as an actor, uh, an artist. Uh, I think he's funny. I think he can do drama. I think he can do anything. And Kevin Hart, no matter what he does, makes, it, makes, me, makes me laugh. Uh, did you ever see his movie Central Intelligence with uh, The Rock? Yes, oh, I like that movie. Incredible movie, and his his stuff in uh, the uh, the reboots of what am I not Jungle to Jungle? Why would I think of that? Jumanji. Did you see mm -hmm. the Jumanji reboots with Kevin Hart? I did not see the Jumanji reboot. Oh, okay. you'd love them, both of them. They're both terrific. Oh, I'll, have to watch. I'll have to get that on my list. And so while I'm not a big fan of reboots and I really don't like to see my favorite movies rebooted. I think I'm okay with planes, trains, and automobiles getting a different go of it with Will Smith and Kevin Hart. I think it'll be different from the first one, but not better if that makes sense. So I'm excited about that. I think that'll be fun, but they're asking online on the forums that the, the town and country is what uh, John Candy and Steve Martin's characters were driving around in the original what car would be a good car to choose for Will Smith and Kevin Hart's edition of this movie? A good transport car. I'm sorry, what? Man, that's tough. Yeah. I don't know. Like, that's a good question. So obviously the town and country just was perfect with the wood paneling down the side. And totally. It, it, What's like the modern day equivalent of that? The modern day equivalent of the old style <laughs> town and country rental. That you saw in uh, planes, trains, like and automobiles. A, is it like a Camry? <laughs> or, or... <laughs> Someone said uh, the PT Cruiser would be a good pick. I don't know. It, I, it's I, just got to be the most generic, like mid-sized vehicle around. <laughs> I think it's it, like when Subaru, like what was it, like ten years ago when Subaru had the ad campaign about like just generic mid-sized sedan. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. What a, it's got to be a car like that. What about a? What about a Honda Goldwing with a sidecar? What if they go motorcycle here? Yeah, okay. Put Kevin Hart in the little side passenger egg. Have they announced uh, what it is? They're no, just no. Just Are you going to give me an answer? No, no, people, they haven't. They, this is just brand new this week that they're going to do the movie. Uh, it's, it's not. They haven't even started anything other than they named who's going to be in it. Uh, but the, the two, I think, the, the Chrysler... 
Was I saying town and country? Wasn't it town and country or was it a LeBaron? It was a LeBaron. Why am I saying town LeBaron. and country? It was a LeBaron. Yeah, I'm it was crazy. totally a LeBaron. I'm crazy. By the way, going back to Will Smith, his best movie of all time, is, without question, is The Pursuit of Happiness. You think so? I like that movie a lot. Yeah. That's a great movie. Uh, and he's exceptional in it. He was terrific as Ali, too, uh, in, in the movie about Muhammad. Yeah, he was, I think, on, let me double check that. I think he was nominated for Academy Awards in both of those. Yep. Yeah, in, in fact, he was. Yep. He, I, he, did he win? I don't think, I don't he think won. he's ever he's never won. Yeah. Uh, but uh, oh, here it is. Okay. he lost, for Ali, he lost to Denzel Washington in Training Day. And in wow. Pursuit of Happiness, he lost to Forrest Whitaker in Last King of Scotland. Okay. So worthy, worthy losses. Yeah, at least it wasn't. For sure. At least it wasn't to something that didn't deserve to win, because both yeah. of those performances were terrific as well. All right, so there you go. Reboots, remakes. If you want to call in eight five five three four zero zone and tell us your favorite or least favorite reboot remake, why don't we open that up as well? So let us know eight five five three four zero zone. How about Twenty One Jump Street? I loved the reboot of Twenty One Jump right? Street with Jonah yeah, Hill and Channing Tatum. Oh, incredible. So funny. Eric's looking at me like I'm crazy. You didn't like that movie? No, I, I just, I, I wasn't, I, I love Bo- 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Both it, of them, 21 and 22 oh, Jump Street. Eric is young enough, he probably doesn't know that was a reboot. Yeah, I did That's why you're looking at me like I'm crazy. Yeah, that's what I've been looking at. Yeah, you need to go back and see the originals, you think now. That's funny, he's so young he didn't even know. Wow, that now really, I that, that was really that was really entertaining. This You're having be, your midlife crisis right, right now. I was just about on to say, air. This is my Corvette guy crisis right now. Uh, I, <laughs> I suddenly feel really, really, really old. Don't worry, Austin. I'll call. I'll call some friends now at the Chevy store. We'll get you lined up for your vet. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. No problem, man. Uh, by the way, there's Takata news, which is not good news. How did I never know that Takata's logo looks like the state of Utah? At least this their their 2016 version of their logo. It's it looks exactly like the state of Utah. But it does uh, look like the state of Utah. A little curve out of it. Yeah, the west side, the west border is curved. Uh, it's like it's that. like the state of Utah got rear-ended. It, it kind of smooshed. Yeah, and, <laughs> and probably if they was made with Takata airbags, it probably was not a good rear-end uh, uh, problem. The, uh, wow, I need to rephrase that. But we'll move on. A former unit of bankrupt airbag maker Takata Corp shipped 9 million substandard seatbelts for car, two car companies in Japan with inaccurate test data that could result in the recall of 2 million more vehicles. This week, U.S. automotive component maker Joyson Safety Systems said it was investigating data from the belt webbing test data over a 20-year period at the Japanese factory in Hikone. It acquired from Takata in 2018. It said the inaccuracies arose before its acquisition. Quote, we are still investigating the matter and can't say yet how many seatbelts were involved, said an official in charge of recalls at Japan's transport ministry. The Nikkei newspaper reported that Takata had manipulated the strength test data. It also said the disgraced company had manipulated test data on belts made for child safety seats, meaning that tens of thousands of car seats on the market may be unsafe. That's lovely. As though they couldn't have been doing worse things. Now we find out they were doing this to car seats. We're just getting to the bottom of these airbag replacements. Now we got to replace every seatbelt in cars. And then every car seat. (laughs) 
It's unbelievable. So they, they, they built bombs, which is what an airbag is, but they built them faulty knowing they were faulty. And now we find out the seatbelts. I used to laugh on the airbag thing because if you remember, we used to talk on the show about when the, when the Takasta first came out, like when we first like got wind of it, like we are now with the seatbelt stuff, right? And we used to talk about it and it's like how freaked out our technicians were. Like our technicians were so freaked out to have to take apart an airbag. They looked like uh, Jeremy Renner in the Hurt Locker. Going oh yeah. In there. yeah, these guys like we had like our master tech, best technician doing all of them. Now it's like just another Tuesday. <laughs> like we'll do like ten a day. It's like resetting a USB stick. Uh, it's it's literally like an entry level guy that we can train for like a half hour can come in and like do an airbag. <laughs> Yes, yes. Uh, it says here my job description will include dismantling bombs. Right. Sign here. Uh, yeah, that's sounds good. Let's do it. <laughs> but anyway, it took... now, Jeff, I have to ask you, it doesn't say in this article, do you happen to know if, if I feel like I need to check my child's car seat if it's recalled, how I do that? Is it also safercar.gov or is that just for car recalls? The what? The, so it says here that some car seats that Takata uh, helped manufacture yeah, will be so recalled. Yeah, so car seats aren't going to show up on safercar.gov. You're going to have – what you'll do on, on in that regard is go to the manufacturer of your car seat, and they should have a thing on their front page telling you to check your car seat, okay. to check the models. Uh, right? the, yes, I, and a quick Google search uh, supports that. And also there's a website – carseat.org okay i lied actually on safercar.gov there's actually a section for car seats oh good where you can actually put the brand name or model of your car seat and determine if it has a safety recall oh perfect okay great so So one-stop shop just go to safercar.gov wonderful and you just put in the the car seat model number i assume and yeah, that'll that's a out. great website. It's where you can check everything. As we've always talked about with recalls, we're going to say it again and again and again to the end of time. Do not just show up at the store saying, I need my recall fixed. Call in advance <laughs> and schedule an appointment. 855-340-ZONE. If you've got a thought, a question, a comment, a story, 855-340-ZONE. Sarge called in earlier, and Max is next up on the show. Good morning, Max. Uh, good morning. Um I just wanted to tell you, like, my one of my more favorite remakes or slash reboots that's recently come out is the new Mulan one that's on Disney Plus. Oh yeah, uh, that one's really that's good. I like oh, that the new one. Mulan. Okay. Have you seen that yet, Jeff? I have not seen it yet. We, I want to see. If, I need to sit down with the kids and watch it. Is it good? It's really, really good in my opinion. I'm with you, Max. I thought it was a great, a great movie. It deserved to be yeah. in the theaters, though. Stupid pandemic. Uh, but anyway, it was good. It was still good to see it. And uh, if you if you pay the twenty nine ninety nine uh, to to get it and watch it, you get to keep it forever. It's not like a one time view. It's there in your oh, profile good. to rewatch and rewatch. So awesome. That's good for sure. Thanks, thank you, Max. Appreciate the call and appreciate you listening. Hey, we never we never threw this in initially, but let's grease the skids a little bit for the second hour on phone calls. Get this thing going. So let's let's do an oil change package. So we'll do a full, let's do a full pickup drop off and Sergeant Max, they can be in already, but we'll do a full oil change package with pickup drop off at either of our locations. Wow. So standard, standard oil change. Sarge. We're not talking diesel, not talking diesel trucks. <laughs> yeah, we're, 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 don't bring your fleet in. This is just a, <laughs> just a, but do, do Sarge and Max go into the drawing yeah. as well? Yep. Yeah. Sergeant Max, you have, you are pre you are in the drawing retroactively. 
Okay. Uh, and if you need to call back and make sure Eric has your, your full name and number, call back 855-340-ZONE. But Eric will take your contact info when you call in. You'll be yeah, uh, entered to win. I got Sarge's info, but if Max wants to call back in to give his contact info, that'd be awesome. Perfect. 855-340-ZONE. We're looking for your questions, comments, stories, whatever you got. The poll question of the day, your favorite or least favorite remakes or reboots in honor of planes, trains, and automobiles getting a reboot. Or name a car maker model that when you see it coming up in your rearview mirror, you make an assumption about the driver of that vehicle. 855 855- Three four zero zone. We'll get some sports updates coming up in hour two as well. And also, got to tell you about. I'm not big into concept cars, Jeff, because a lot of them, most of them, just kind of are ideas. Like that zero actually come to fruition. <laughs> right, exactly. But this one caught my eye from a cell phone maker that has a concept car out there that I think might actually take take uh, take hold down the road. And the other one I want to talk about on the other side. Of- of the thing is there's a great car and driver article about what we know so far about the 2022 Subaru BRZ. Ooh, that's a tease. There's a lot that's of people excited tease, about huh? the new BRZ. Speaking of reboots and remakes, a lot of right, people totally. excited about the BRZ. All right, we'll get back to more Utah car 